Shotmakers Club, episode eight. Uh, Ocho. You know what it is? It's your boy Marcel Ocho. Howard <laughs> with my brother, Coach Eric Whaley. What it do, baby? And I'm also with my brother, Emerson Haywood. What's going on, fellas? Back in the city. Welcome back. Hey, hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. We Welcome here. back. <laughs> we here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to see my brother. It's been a couple years. Appreciate the love. You know? Eric uh, Emerson, like myself, is now a family man. So, you know what I mean? Big family, for real. Big family. Yeah, yeah. We're here, man. Happy to have you back, man. It's a family reunion. (laughs) So, we back. uh, We're going to get into some NBA talk. Uh, First thing I want to talk about is, um, since it just happened, Melo. Melo's back. 28 points and the game winner. Melo's back. Melo got a case low-key. Nah, this is disrespectful, but he got low-key a case for most improved. Most improved? I mean, do you feel like that's disrespectful? In a, in a way. I think it is, too. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to Melo, but, but I think the bounce, like the, the rebound, I mean... Is there like a comeback? There's no like comeback player of the year um, in the NBA like it is in the NFL. I, I don't think the NFL, there is. They need that, though. But I don't know. I don't even know if the NFL does it like every year. It might just be like some one I'm about to say, and that doesn't happen too often yeah. in the league. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But I, I mean, definitely feel like the league should probably implement that. Now, I definitely like, think that, that he deserves... Award. Yep, yeah. He deserves... He deserves... And he obviously doesn't want to do a... Uh, the same thing. This isn't a retirement tour for him. I think he wants to play again. This is last year. No, because that was what they were saying. That they, that this was gonna be a retirement tour, yeah, or give after. give Melo a retirement tour, and he was been like, nah. But I think he's proven that, that that he know, don't need that he's nah, that he can play. Yeah, we he's, still here, baby. He's still here. Like, you know, it wasn't Lifetime Fitness. Everybody be trying to be like, uh, <laughs> he was. They in ninety nine in Lifetime <laughs> Fitness. No, nah, you know, I think that's a good fit for him. And if I'm not mistaken, Eric, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the Portland Trailblazers are back in the playoff push. Yeah, uh, I, I I think they are sitting right outside of eight. They might even be a little higher. But yeah, man, it's a long season. Yeah, definitely a long season. And, you know, to, to, to kind of speak on Melo a little bit more, I thought it was so fitting that, you know, the go-ahead bucket that he hit to put him up to was a mid-range jumper. Yep. It was so tough. Yeah, it was tough. And dude that was guarding him was like, I can't remember who, who it was. I think it was... Uh, it might have been uh, Anobi, but he was like looking the other way. And, like he really hit him with that pull up mid range and had him looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm happy for he him. He was, man. he was feeling it. I just pulled up the image, and it's definitely very reminiscent to some Jordan shit. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's, he, he. I mean, you know, we already know what Melo can do. I mean, it's proven, and I think the. Media, I don't, you know, I don't like to blame things on the media, but the narrative was like, they're so quick to say that this is that his game is is like prehistoric now, mm-hmm. and that's not, you know, it doesn't match the new, uh, the new NBA. But I always just feel like, I mean, I don't know, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like it's not about being like the new NBA. It's just that that's how Golden State played, and they were the best team. And so when you have the best team, other teams got to match up. So other teams start shooting threes the same way. Well, I think, you know, I think 
it was kind of going that way a little bit because you had the Spurs. I think they were probably the first ones who started like really, yeah. you know, shooting that three ball and, right. and you know, kind of, kind of almost driving that the analytics thing. You know, the Spurs mm-hmm. are one of the first organizations along with the Warriors to 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 you know bring analytics on board. And then you have the Houston Rockets who you know were not far behind as well. Um, Daryl Moore, he, he he loves his analytics, um, but. I think more so than anything, I think it's just been Melo's determination, man. Like yeah, while sure. while everybody has been has been laughing at him and you know memes and, and memes crazy. and you know all these Twitter jokes and yeah. you know he yeah. just kept his head down. He kept yeah. his head down. He I mean my boy's a hooper. Yeah. Like yeah. He, yeah. he's a, one of the greatest scorers, bro. Of all time. Yeah, of all like, time. So at the end of the day, I mean, we're talking about a future Hall of Famer for sure. For sure. Whether it's not even a first ballot. Or not, like. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, uh, I think they kind of pushed that narrative of, you know, it's it's done for Melo. And it even, you know, got other people feeling the same way as far as fans. Like, I hear fans saying, like, oh, Melo's done. Yeah. I mean. Shit, I may have said it before. I'm I mean, I ain't going to, like I said, you know, the media drive that narrative and you start to believe it. Yeah, I was about to say, I probably never said it because of how, you know what I'm saying, how he plays ball, but definitely yeah. the narrative around it. Like, I also think, I also, not you know, I also think to that point, you know, with him keeping his head down and him just remaining so focused, man, I think, you know, he just got put in the right place at the right time. I don't sure. think there was any less of a, of a, of a better fit than, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a good fit to bring Melo to Portland because one, Dame and CJ were accepting of it, you know, embracing it, you yep. know. They were the ones who went to upper management, upper management and it was like, go get them. Yeah. yeah, like, go get them. Like, they, you know, especially CJ. CJ is probably a little more close, is more closer to to Melo than than Dame is um, just because of the, of, the, of the summer runs that, you know, CJ participates in up there in New York. You know, that's really a lot of people, you know, may not, may not know that, but that's really where the relationship started. With with um, with CJ, um, and I just think you know the fact that they were they they've been embracing of him um, and willing and and you know willing to you know give up the reins a little bit because he's been struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean not not mellow, but uh, CJ and Dame have been struggling. Yeah, they and were he, struggling off the and game. He's, he's kept them he's kept them afloat. You know, yeah. over these last five or six games. Yeah. Um. So. And I think once they get Nurkic back, you know, it was a good pickup, I think, for sure. Once you get Nurkic back and you got a, a solid starting five, you know, they'll be back in the playoff. I haven't they'll seen be back too in the many of the games, but how, like, receptive is the, the crowd to Melo? Oh, they love Melo. Yeah, everybody loves Melo. Man, everybody loves Melo. <laughs> Come on now. You know, but a um, couple of other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, Kevin Love has been in the news lately. Have y'all seen? Have you seen the videos? Yeah, you I saw, seen, saw the video. I seen the video where he, uh, yeah, he so, yeah, so yeah, Colin yeah. Sexton had the ball at the end of the game. Oh, God. Or it wasn't even. It might have been like the end of the quarter. Oh. And yeah, it was the end of the quarter, and uh, he was just dribbling it out. Kevin Love walked over, mad as hell. Give me the ball. Yeah. Then then threw a <laughs> threw a bullet at his at his uh at another teammate. He just been you know. He frustrated, man. Like the, yeah. during the game, this At happened here in, the, in, in like the end of the quarter, and so what the he just frustrated, man. And 
Like, you got to remember Kevin you Love. You seen the video, E? Nah, look that joint up. Look that joint up. Yeah, look it up. Look yeah. Up. <laughs> you got to remember Kevin Love. You know, he won the ring. And I mean, Love just a few years. They was in the, the finals every year. <laughs> and he just the last guy still there, the last guy standing. Yeah, man, it's crazy because I was thinking about it the other night. For some reason, I was thinking about it on, on the way home from, from work. And I was like, yo, Kevin Love is really the last man standing. They did him so dirty. He was minding his own business in Minnesota, you know. Right. Now, and I granted... You know he got he got a ring he got Didn't a ring, a ring. Out, of, out of the situation and you know he got you know yeah. a couple finals appearances, um, but man it has to suck because I know he wants to either get back to Minnesota or he wants to get back home to the West Coast. Yeah, I think I always thought the Portland thing was a good look for him because speaking of Portland is because I know that he got a lot of ties out there. You know what I mean? So that pretty mellow situation pretty much does. But that, I think that does it. But yeah. what you remember? I mean, I mean, I guess for a fit, you're right. Mm -hmm. But it would, it shouldn't necessarily did it as far as the money or the uh, ability to make that trade. But they got to get him out of there. You know what I mean? Eventually, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Uh, you know, you don't want to see a guy's career just get wasted. You know, I still think Kevin Love can help a good team wow. out there. And um, yeah, you seen the video? Yeah, but it says something about him saying something about being depressed, feeling like he was gonna die mid game. Oh, this was probably from like a couple. That might have been from that's some old, some some old. Because I remember that happened. Let me see that joint. Yeah, I don't yeah, because he like, he battles he battles uh, like anxiety, yeah, anxiety, anxiety, and whatnot. I don't think I don't I don't think that's what this was. Yeah, but I, that yeah, because that that, that that did happen. I think that pass. was when LeBron was still there though. Well, he just had that, that right was there. Wild. No, was that was that. wild. But like I said, like look who look what y'all. It's like without LeBron, bro. The Cavaliers have been always have been without LeBron. Dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean they had back in they had their little runs back in with um in the nineties with Mark Price, but uh, other than that, like LeBron has been that organization, and you know. Besides getting uh, Kyrie Irving in the draft, they, which you know they still weren't good when they had Kyrie. Without without uh, what's his name? Uh, without Braun, so yeah, the Cavs they just they not it. I think uh, you got to get Kevin Love out of there, man. So wait a minute, back to, back to that, back to that that time when he ran off the court. He just ran off the court. That's when he had a. He had that when they when they had LeBron still. Yeah. Yeah, that was the day that he had the panic attack. When he just like uh, ran off the court. Yeah. Okay. That might have been. I'm pretty sure that's probably. What and that's the day, and that's what that it, with that which your quote is looking from because yeah. that happened and he like and they supported him, but I think like there was a um, if I remember correctly like there was a moment when like they D Wade it might have been D Wade and. Somebody else, they like press Kevin Love, like on some like, uh, why you not playing? Mm -hmm. And you know that's when this all, and that's when that happened, like right after. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of pressure, man. We talk about finals every year. LeBron's on my team. If I if we lose, like it ain't gonna look good on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless I go out here and play that position that that Kevin Love was in 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 the LeBron trio was the worst position that any LeBron teammate's been in. I don't think LeBron's a bad teammate. I feel you. 
But I think that position, because even Chris Bosh wasn't, like, he never really got hate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, the way Kevin Love, it was like, man, Kevin Love had 14 points, four rebounds. About Kevin, Kevin Love had six points. During them Cavaliers years. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they were losing. Well deserved. Kevin Love never healthy. Well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Kevin Love, he is kind of low-key a, a regular season guy. I'm sure he's had, I mean, they've been in the playoffs so many. I'm sure he's had some decent games, but you know what I mean? It's like he do kind of become just one of the guys, or he did kind of become just one of the guys. He was getting 30-30s in Minnesota. Yeah. 30-30s. I think, hey, this is another theory I got on Kevin Love is I think when he lost all that weight, he low-key, like, it, it kind of messed his game up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because he was a great yeah, rebounder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, anybody that's ever played basketball, like, you know people that has been on your team that the coach would be like, yeah, he got a great butt. <laughs> get him in there, big butt, big wide butt. He gonna he gonna get the rebounds, and that's what he had going for him. And then he yeah. went, you know, he's one of the, um, I think he went vegan. He been vegan for a while now. Now he out here, you know, doing magazine covers and whatnot. Hey man, I like I like Fat Kevin Love better. Nah, Fat Kevin Love was definitely who I thought I was getting. <laughs> yeah. I you got, got a little, I got, I got dropping down. You got Express. You got Express model, Kevin Love. That chicken nuggets, Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have some games, though, when he was throwing that rocket launcher. Because he do got a rocket launcher. Definitely. When he wants to. When he wants to. Not enough. But I think, you know, I still think you get him on the right team, he'll be all right. He'll get there. Eric, uh... Y'all play tomorrow. Oh, you see, you play on Friday. Yeah, Westminster doesn't play till Friday. We play uh, Covenant Classical, I think. Should be another easy win. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's right. get it. Yeah. It's that W. Be, yeah. Should be to a smooth 15 and 2. Next week, though, we got some competition finally. So, you know. Who y'all got next week? Uh, Victor Christian. They're supposed to be something straight. So, yeah. And I don't even think. I don't even think they can they can rock with us to be honest huh. with you though. That's what's up. Adrian gonna be out there getting that footage. Huh. Yeah. Yes, speaking of speaking of high Hezzy school, Angela. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of uh, high school basketball, man. So there's been a lot of talk lately um, in the prep basketball world um, about a, a 30 second or maybe even 35 second uh, shot clock um, in high school. Um, currently, right now, there are 10 high schools. Um, in the state, I mean, in the United States, that have that have you know the shot clock implemented in their high school basketball game. California, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, North Dakota, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and the state of Washington currently have um, shot clocks in 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 high school. Um, and I can even remember back when I was like in middle school when I lived in California. Um, Going to the high school games and seeing that that shot clock, that, that shot clock there. Oh, right. So yeah. shot clock has been implemented, and I know at least in the state of California for a, a very long oh, time. Okay, right? yeah. Um, okay. And you know, kind of where this is kind of stemming from. Um, you know, there's recently um, a high-profile high school team, IMG. Um, you know, most of them rank you know number two, number three high school team um, in 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 the country uh, down there in uh, Florida, I believe, and uh, they lost to a, a private school called Briarcrest. Um, and I think Briarcrest has like a, a top five kid as well. Um, 
and IMG ended up losing the game. I, th- I think it was 32 to 22 or 30 to 22. Very, very super low scoring game. And, mm. um, you know, a top 50, well, top 10 kid um, on IMG, Jaden Springer, um, who's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, he came out and said on Twitter, man, high school needs a shot clock. Right. Um, Is so, he from one of them states that has a shot clock? He's from North Carolina, you said, right? Yeah, he's oh, he's from North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He went to Rocky River. Oh, before he went to Charlotte. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah bro. Actually, he, his high school coach was Coach Mosley. Oh, Coach Mosley. Yeah, when he was in. Yeah, shout out Coach Mosley. Yeah. Um, when he was in, uh, when he was at Rocky River. Um, so yeah, it came out, and you know that's kind of got the got the. No, social media uh, buzzing social a little media bit. Buzzing. Yeah, yeah I think it's uh, my, uh, my bad. Let me let me say this. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's a good move for for everyone involved because especially if you are involving these kids to become college players, right. like okay, they need to learn like right. that. You can't just dribble the ball out. Yeah, and and you know I I coach been coaching for uh, going on six seven years now. Um, in my experience, that's never been an issue for me. So, you know, I wouldn't mind the shot. It's funny because I've actually I've actually gone to some AAU tournaments where we've played with the shot clock. Yeah, yeah. Well how how many how much how much long uh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. 30 seconds. I, who is there does somebody so, have 35? Somebody has 35. Did, wasn't Some it the girls college girls have 35. Okay, college girls have 35? I, I'm sorry you might have to fact check me on that one. Somebody uh, has 35. I don't wanna, though, um, interrupt you but Anthony Davis is hurt. He was laying on the ground over there. I didn't want to say nothing about it. Jesus, Anthony. Let's see this. Uh, yeah, that's it. He's done. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Yeah. He all right, though. He be yeah, right. he be all right. Yeah, that's, that's definitely going to hurt in the morning. Though. Yeah, that's a stinger. Stay I don't on think your that's... feet, AD. Uh, that's a big, that's a big guy I'm falling more, on his back. I'm more worried about those wrists there, so we good. Man, I, I, a, AD, like, as great as he is, I I hate that he has that looming over him that he's an injury prone player. You know what I mean? Because you we all know those guys that like you don't want to be a guy. It would hate you would hate to be. I guess there's nothing you could do about it. But you hate to be a guy who they talk about like, man, what if he didn't get hurt? Yeah. And so I mean, that was my that was my one trepidation in in signing him. Yeah. But at that point, I mean. What us? What were our other options? You feel me? No, the Lakers had no options. Yeah, it was go. It was, and I hate that the Lakers. I mean, as a Laker fan, I hate that the Lakers took the Kawhi bait. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I get it, but I I felt like it was never really a perfect situation. Regardless, either you weren't gonna get Kawhi or you were gonna get Kawhi, but either way. It was gonna be bad on both sides, you know what I mean? Because even if you got Kawhi, you couldn't. Uh, you couldn't even if you got Kawhi, you couldn't go get nobody else. Yeah, yeah. My it, bad. What the hell y'all got going on over here? <laughs> I just when I was talking about the eighty fall. <laughs> Eric just sent me Eric a video. I said that video be following that. You Eric dropped face. me a video. And oh, my wrist, man. Yo, my yo, I've been wanting to bring this up on the <laughs> podcast for so long. But I didn't want to put Eric on the spot. 
I want to try and say that. Hey, my wrist still hurting, yo. That just only happened like a month and a half Eric, ago. Eric sprained his oh, wrist. My yo, we got full footage of Eric but jogging, oh jogging to the locker room in front of the whole staff and, and student body. Hey, and guess who recorded that? Who's that? DeAndre. Oh, wow. <laughs> and slipped. I she was weak. And slipped. And everybody seen it. Yup. And, and when he slipped, they went like there was this. Nobody on the court, but yeah. Hey, but e, check out my flip, though, bro. That shit was so. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna write this. No, like, like real talk. We it need was, to get Adrian to like make that into a yeah, video. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna post that. That joint is definitely gonna be. I just gotta figure out. I'm I trying to tell you that shit will go viral right now. Hey, bro, that's what I'm saying. It has to hit Twitter first, but I gotta find like the right just like caption or whatever to put over the top of it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you kept moving. You got up out of there. Exactly. Hey, what the crazy thing is, though, when I hit the corner and I turned to the... Bro, I almost slipped the fell again. <laughs> when it's a nice hey. slips on the And the person that was recording it, recording it, they said, oh, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they was like, damn, nah, I got it on camera. Laughing. Hey, and then, and then, check this out. And then when I came back out, because, bro, it all happened because Coach Eddie... For let uh for, forgot his clipboard uh, in the in the locker room, so he needed something. Had to hustle. Needed, yeah, had to hustle. <laughs> and but I had no, I didn't had them Cole Hans, but it was my I had the Cole Hans that I had on when I graduated college, yeah, right? So I've had them joints for a minute, yo. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah. It, it it was. I know. See, yeah. that's the thing about dress shoes, yo. Because you don't wear that, them that so, much, yeah. so you be thinking. I could wear them, but then when you start having to wear them a lot, yeah. dog, them things are getting slippery. Yeah, they gonna Big wear slippery. They're going to wear down on you. That's fact. Ooh, I know <laughs> them things slippery, bro. Yeah. I, now that you're saying it like that. Basketball court, so we got to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm letting them slide. Hilarious. I ain't brought it up. Hey, <laughs> just hey, brought it up. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then when I came back out, they started clapping for me. The whole crowd started clapping for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you laugh in your head? Like, what, what, what oh, went through your mind? Whoa, when you fell, bro. I was like, damn, I just. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could say. And the crazy thing is, like, bro, none of my kids, like, or like nobody over where we were sitting. It was in the corner. It was like in the corner, in the the little corner over there. So, (laughs) bro. Hey, that's too funny. No, I've been, as soon as I seen it, I was like, yo, if you post that, bro, it will go viral. No, nah, it's definitely good. It, that's that's definitely it would be on. It would be on overtime right now. You do all. You do all type of stuff. Yeah. It'd be on bleacher. We, we it'd be on all that right that now. Twenty twenty. Yeah, we gonna. No, we you want to hear some something crazy? Matter of fact, we're definitely putting that. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna go off the shop makers club. That's what we're gonna post. We're gonna post it on the shop makers club. Do you know, bruh? Eric, I'm so happy you being cool about this. Because yeah. I've been thinking about all type of promos we could use with that video. <laughs> I was like, yo. Oh, yeah. bro. I'm good. <laughs> I was just like, yo, because you sent it to us, but like, I was waiting to see, like, if Eric posted on Instagram, I'm going to Nah, see, up. yeah, that's what makes Eric so dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could take a joke. He got the jokes. Yeah. But my man can definitely take a joke. So. Exactly. So. You know, it was all good, but we're gonna get it. We're we gonna get to that. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get Adrian on that as soon as we get a chance. Adrian. Yeah. Back. <laughs> back to. Back to. Um, the we got clock. way. We got way off the shot clock. Yeah, definitely got. Definitely got way off the shot clock. Let's, let's get. But let's get back on. It's all right. It's one of them episodes. Track, yeah. it's, you know, it's one of the episodes. It's, it's 12:30. You know what I mean? Yeah, midnight here, after here. midnight. You know, we back in the city. We just trying to. 
But I mean, I would like to definitely would like to hear everybody's opinion on the shot clock. For me personally, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, um, how I feel about it is, you know, the teams that I've coached, um, you know, while we do want to move the ball, um, scoring early and often in the offense is, is definitely key. So, you know, from as far as how I coach, I don't think it's, it would affect, yeah. you know, me one way or another. Yeah. Um, I do see how in a game like, um, like a, a game like that against a IMG Academy where there's an underdog, you know, I could definitely see somebody holding the ball or whatnot. You know, typically, you know, as a coach, typically what happens, you know, when that, when when you get into that, you know, kind of passive, hold the ball, you know, especially when you had the lead, typically that's the first, one of the first ways to lose the lead is by stop, you know, being that's aggressive. That's true, absolutely. So one thing that I will say is I think that coach and his team, they're very, the that team is very well coached. To be able to hold the ball for that length of time, mm-hmm. you know, without turning the ball over and without making mistakes, you know, if unless you've been out there or you, you coach, you don't realize, you know, just how difficult that is. There's, there are so many mistakes that can happen and do happen when teams on offense become passive um, and no longer are in attack mode. Yeah, You yeah. know, you get complacent, you get lazy with your passes, mm-hmm. you know, People getting the passing lane, steal, dunk, layup, all that type stuff. Yeah. yeah. You um, so I think, you know, for that team to be able to to even hold the ball against that type of team with that type of athleticism, I mean, kids at IMG, you know, IMG is, if for those who don't know, is basically like a sports academy, you know, almost like a sports college. The, the, the facilities yeah. down there are beautiful. These kids eat. You know, top notch, grade A. Right. Um, you know, they have they have the the best of the best facilities. Is this um, like a basketball only school? Or they do, no, oh, they got IMG has everything. Yeah, their football program is, cold, is good. Right? Yeah, their football yeah. program is good, and they have high school and post grad as well. Um, so mm, post grad, yeah. Like, what is what exactly is post grad? So basically, just like a prep school. You know how when, when kids oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah okay. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Um, like going to a hard grave or something like yeah, that. Sure. Um, you know what I'm saying? So oh, okay. Um, I so for me, it is what it is. But would I like to see it? I wouldn't mind seeing it. It's cool. I think um, it does uh, add a, another element to it. You know, uh, Rick Lewis um, for the Phenom Hoop Report. I think last last year. Matter of fact, when yeah, it was last year when Oak Hill played Moravian. Moravian almost beat him. Shout out to my boy Kelly Burgess um, up there at Hofstra. Freshman year doing your thing. Um, but when when they played, they used a shot clock. Um, the only kind of, you know, thing about the shot clock is them joints cost a lot of money. Like three to four racks. You know what I'm saying? And you got Really? Yeah, Jeez. and you got, you got to get two of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then right. you gotta pay Sheesh. somebody to operate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a lot that goes into it. You talking about CMS school district, you know, school yeah. district alone. It's That's over crazy. it's over like what, 25, 30 high schools in, in, in CMS. Yeah, you know what wow. I'm saying? So that's a lot that. of bread for some shot clocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, how so how would it be implemented implemented? Would it be because it is now or it's it's already ruling in California in certain states, right? So would it have to be something that by county or by school system? Or? Uh, so the high school, so in North, and so 
in in all states, you have basically what you call like a a public school association, and you have like the private school association. Okay, and there are like other like associations as well. Yeah, like there's right, like a, a Christian whatnot, school yeah. association and all that. But the two main um, associations in North Carolina are the NCHSAA and the oh, yes, NCISA. Yes, yes. Yeah, you've seen them on the basketballs. Yeah. Um, and so what would happen would, would be they would implement it. And then so from that point, in order to be, if you're a part of the association, you have to implement it. And I would think, and if, you know, for them to implement that, they would be getting the funding, funding or, yeah. or get, you know, get the, the funding from well, somewhere. To. Yeah. You can't just force. Yeah. I would think, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know the details of, of that, but I would think, you. I think you're right. They would probably just get the funding. And it's crazy. But that is, that's crazy. I did not know that they cost that much. You know what would be dope, though? You know what would be dope, super dope? If the NBA stepped in and, like, you know, helped yeah. fund shot clocks for... Because that's the purpose. Yeah. They've I had... You know what I'm saying? They in did the have... Uh, I, I, mean, I could be wrong about this. I know you'll, you'll correct me, but I, I want to say the NBA like renovated West Charlotte locker room. Yeah, so during the All Star, yeah, most of the time during every All Star All Star weekend, the NBA will come in and you know pick a, a local high school there and you mm. know help you know redo the facilities there and That's whatnot. Dope. So it was um, when All Star weekend yeah. last year, um, they were definitely uh, at West Charlotte, and they actually did. It was some they they did a lot of things there. So they asked they used John C. Smith as well for like the Jordan, like this Jordan showcase game. And it yeah. was um West Charlotte versus oh, I forgot what school. It might have been Cox Mill or something like that. Cause Wendell and uh Patrick were playing. I'm I may be wrong on that, but that's when they uh they unveiled West Charlotte's New Jersey that the NBA had had gotten for them. But also they basically turned John C. Smith into a, a Jordan like facility, like almost like a Hangar Twenty Three type type That's feel good. to it. Um, you, I mean, you know, you've been yeah, All Star Weekend. You yeah. know how you know how Jordan Brand gets All-Star down. All Star Weekend and yeah. John C. Smith. Yeah, I can uh, only imagine. Oh, that exactly. That joint was crazy. How many All Stars y'all been to? I've only been to one. Which one New you go to? Brooklyn? Oh, New Orleans. You've been to probably yeah, three. Three, three yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New Orleans, and Charlotte. And Charlotte, yeah. Some more to come though. For sure. Yeah, that got to be. Can, but the they next gonna, few, yeah, they gonna miss me the next few though. Them you. cold weather. Season. That's the whole <laughs> goal. I'm rap, trying to tell you. Is it Chicago rap, this year? Yes, man. Uh, definitely not happening. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, that's a whole goal, bro. Like doing this whole podcast. Like, if anybody give me any type of plug, yeah. just to be like, oh yeah, bro. Oh, you wanna, you know. Get this an NBA media pass. Set up shop, right? Yeah, I'm a set up shop. Worst thing gonna, worst they gonna do is tell us no. What y'all yeah. think? Y'all, y'all, y'all think we should go? We should go to? Uh, we should go to the what? The Chicago this year? Yeah, Chicago. Chicago set up shop. The set up shop. We can definitely could. See, that was the whole point of getting our own. You know, our own equipment. Mobile. What you our saying? Own-ish. We mobile now. We mobile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that mobile. was. That was the point of that. So, so we I could pull up on whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I don't got to try to make sure Eric's available or make sure Adrian's available, you know what I mean, to, to record, to, to film it. You know what I mean? I don't got to feel the pressure to film it every time because we would be in the studio and it's like, I don't want to waste this studio time. Mm-hmm. We got to film it, you know what I mean? And so we haven't filmed one since we did Jocene. Well, this would be the second one that we haven't filmed. I figure the next one we do, we probably try to get somebody in on for an interview. 
And when I say interview, like, for the kids, I'd be like, we're going to probably do, like, interviews. But if we're, like, if we get some coaches in or whatever, conversation. we could just have a conversation because, you know what I mean? Eric's a coach, and I think would be the dopest part is if we could get some coaches that maybe see things from a different perspective than Eric so that we can get that vibe of them going back and forth on, you know, their philosophies. You know what I mean? Because I think, I don't think coaches get enough credit for how much of an impact they have on the game. You know what I mean? They get all the credit when you lose, but it's like, you know, only the good coaches that are drawing up amazing plays when they come out of timeouts get get the real credit. But you know, it take a lot to go in that go into that. You know, basketball is such an intricate sport. And it's not like football where we're stopping every play mm-hmm. and we're telling you what play to run. I know you gotta remember a lot of plays, but this is more of a motion. You're gonna go into this motion, you're gonna always set that screen. Matter of fact, if he go to that side, you're gonna send that back set that back screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always moving. And then even with that, you just never know what's gonna happen out there in that game. Exactly. Perfect example, yeah, like when I went to watch them play uh, Park School, and uh, they started running a, uh, the other team started running a full court trap, and if it it, it kind of it flustered the the players at, for like a couple a couple plays. A lot of plays. It was, I mean, I was being nice, but <laughs> but it flustered them. You know what I mean? They were up. Pretty, they they had a pretty solid lead until they did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that flustered them. You had somebody taking uh, out the ball that wasn't probably shouldn't have been taking out the ball twice. <laughs> it was it was just a whole lot going on in that three or four minutes, man. Yeah. That, that really cost us that game. Bro. So did they end up winning the whole thing? Yeah, they won the whole thing. They blew the team out in the championship. Our game was the championship game for real. Basically, man. yeah, pretty much. So, and who did y'all play that third game? Uh, some school, Pennsylvania, something, some some school out of Pennsylvania. I don't know. We smacked them though. Get them, got them off, get off the floor. All right. So, uh, you Pennsylvania went- White Marsh. That's what they were called. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania. Emerson, yeah. Emerson shook his head like he knew who that was. Definitely know. Oh yeah, uh, Pennsylvania White Marsh. White Marsh. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Sticks. I probably know that much. <laughs> hey, so you just went to a game? What? What? what uh. What was oh, the, uh, so I result? went. To, I went to. Uh, I went to. What did I see? Al Brown and uh, Northwest Cabarrus. Uh, I was checking out um, one of my young hoopers, Kanai Briggs, class of twenty twenty two. You know, who I think is probably the best player on the, on his high school team, Al Brown. Um, they're eleven and two after tonight, um, and I, I'm more than sure Kanai is, is if he's not averaging twenty, is close to it. You know, it may even be more honestly. Um, but a kid who, you know, is built like a baby LeBron. Um, and he's, he's came a long way on his jump shot. He just picked up an offer from Elon. Um, and what grade over is the he? summer, he's in 10th grade right 10th grade. now. Yeah, he's in 10th grade, man. And definitely a kid who, you know, he may or may not be playing with me in the summer, but he's a kid who, you know, uh, I see often, you know, at the tournaments, and you know, I can laugh and joke with him, man. He's a genuinely good kid, um, and a kid who I think is gonna have a a, a very bright future um, if he continues to work hard. That's the thing with him, man. He works extremely hard. Um, so, you know, they were able to you know come out with a victory tonight um, against their rival school, Northwest Bears. Uh, 
They actually won on a game-winning three. Um, their point guard, who's also a very good player, Amari, um, he came out you know, um, and hit the game-winning three um, as well off the backboard. Uh, if you ask them tonight, they they struggled. Um, but, you know, good teams, they find ways to win, man. They were, you know, if you ask them, they were supposed to win about 30. Um, yeah, play down yeah, to yeah, the competition play, a little bit. And, and it's a rivalry game, so it yeah, happens. You but got the vibe, that I, vibe. But honestly, I just think I just think they didn't come out and they didn't respect their opponent. Right. Um, and they got punched in the mouth and got punched in the mouth a couple times. Um, but they were able to respond there late at the end, man, and came out with the dub. So I was definitely, you know, you're happy for Kanai, and you know he he played well. Um, you know he's nursing a, a bum ankle right now, but you know he played he played real well. So I was proud of him. That's dope, man. And you said uh, you know you, he may or may not be playing with you uh, this summer for the yeah. AU, and I uh, you know I've been wanting to kind of touch on that because you know it's obviously high school basketball season right now, but um, you know AU. I mean I don't know. You could tell me what what. What is uh, what are you more happy like more excited about? So um, this is this is probably the uh, first year that I've like been super super involved in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I enjoy the high school game a little bit more because it's not as much pressure. As crazy as it sounds, a lot more pressure at you. I mean, it makes sense at this it's, point. Especially when you're dealing with the sneaker circuit and you're yeah. dealing with, you know, you got, you basically put a team together where everybody, you know, the teams that everybody who who's on your team, the teams that they came from, they were the man. You know what I'm saying? And you got the best of the best, so to speak. And you have to deal with egos. You have to deal with parents. You have to deal with expectations um, that these parents put on these kids and the kids put on themselves. Um, And you have to be able to maneuver through that from April all the way to end of July. Um, You got to deal with recruiting. You got to deal with talking to college coaches. You got to deal with, oh, well, well, that kid got a scholarship offer. Why isn't my kid getting a scholarship offer? Or, you know, you got to deal with, you know, I feel like my child should be playing more than this child, or this child is this, and that child is that, man. AU is a, you know, it could be... It it's could a different be super, animal. It could definitely, definitely be a little dirty, and it's not for the weak-hearted, you know. But yeah. the one thing that I do love about AU is it allows me to to challenge myself, you know, as a basketball coach because you're constant in high school, man, you can you can scout, you can, you know what I'm saying, you can game plan, you can do you can watch film, you can do all that. Mm-hmm. Um and AU, it ain't Everybody no nothing in there. You play somebody at one o'clock, you know, you go home hotel, you don't know who you playing at four or five o'clock. Right. And you gotta know how to make adjustments in them first three to five minutes of that basketball game where it could go left. You know what I'm saying? It could go, it could go right, it can go real right for you, but it could also go left. Um, and you know, just being able to to manage, um, be be around the kids, um, and dealing with high level kids for the most part. You yeah. know, being able to coach high level kids, 
um, and seeing them get better and, you know, seeing the joys on their faces when they do get offers. You know what I'm saying? And talking to the college coaches and being able to, and being able to you know, articulate to the college coaches why you should take this kid. Um, um, and it, it's just it's just one of those things, man, that, you know, it could definitely be, it could definitely be rough, you know, especially with all the traveling and stuff like that, yep. you know. You're giving up basically your weekends all summer. You know, yeah. that's basically what you're doing. You're giving up your weekends. I mean, Marcel, you was around last summer. Yeah. We was barely home. Right. Every weekend it was gone. we was we was somewhere. Yeah. We was somewhere every yeah. weekend. Shot makers gonna be right there. Yeah, we was every this summer. <laughs> that's what's dope. This summer. Yeah. Pulling up with the pie. Sense, yeah. See so what I'm saying? Sense. It's all coming together. Yeah. And so you know, I know that's what Eric's gonna be doing this summer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just pull up. Mobile. You know, you know, I'm extra mobile. Y'all right. no, <laughs> you know gonna have full access. Full access. We're gonna pull up. And so, um, but one of the other things, you know, just to um to respond to what you what you just said, Eric, that I wanted to ask you was, you know, is one of the other things that you have to maneuver like kids going to other teams? Cause it seems like a lot of times kids are playing for yeah, man, a couple I mean, teams. So here's the thing. With the shoe circuit, mm-hmm. once a kid gets a taste of it, it's kind of it's like candy. Like of they, course. you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they gonna they they're gonna want it. You know, no kid wants to go from playing on a shoe circuit team to playing on a non shoe circuit team. Right. So there are only a select few of those in in the state of North Carolina. Is it's a little watered down. I think there are a little bit too many teams, but still the talent, the amount of talent exceeds the amount of teams. So with that being said, yeah, on the sneaker circuit, a kid can he can go to another team or whatever, but you gotta know that you going to another team who is probably just as good as the team that you just left, or may, probably even better. You know what I'm saying? Um all cause all the shoe circuit teams, we 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 all try to recruit the same kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, it becomes more so about coaching and who basically can put the right team together. You know what I'm saying? The talent, the talent level between, you know, one and ten is not that different. The talent level between eleven to twenty, twenty-five is, is not that much different. We're all fighting over the same kids. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that happens. A lot of that happens more so on the non-sneaker circuit. You know, once you get a kid on your on your shoe circuit team, yeah, they'll leave. But usually, it's the big time players that may hop ship from one team to another team. And it's usually in between brands. Like, I'll be honest with you, I coach on the Adidas Gauntlet um, team loaded, and you know, the creme de la creme, so to speak, is to play on a Nike EYBL circuit. Yeah, that's where all the kids want to go. Makes sense, but. There aren't that many EYBL teams, you know. And I'll be honest with you, there are teams on each circuit that would beat teams mm-hmm. on the other circuits, you yeah. know. Like there are teams on the Adidas circuit that I know will demolish some teams on the EYBL circuit. Vice versa, there's teams on the Under Armour circuit that will come to Adidas Garland and smack Adidas teams. You know what I'm saying? It, it happens. Um, but it's something that you have to worry about. But it's again. 
that's just that's just you know part of the process, man. I pride myself on one being honest to kids and their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I also pride myself in you know just not promising them anything. You know, I think that's where a lot of coaches get into trouble at, man. They promise these kids starting spots, um, and it doesn't always happen that way. You might go into a point. You might go into a, a season thinking, you know, this is this might be my starting point guard or whatever. But once the balls roll out in a couple yeah. of tournaments, and you know what I'm saying, close games here, lost there. Okay, now it's, uh, we got we got to switch things up. Yeah, and because it's the sneaker circuit, there's pressure to keep. You know, a success, a level of success. You have to win. You gotta you win. You have to yeah. win, and you have to get kids in who are going to get scholarships. Because it's all about making sure these kids get scholarships. If your if your team is even if your team is winning, but your kids not being recruited, you know what I'm saying? It's not a good look for the program. So it's it's constant pressure to one win, and it's constant pressure to two make sure that these kids are doing what they need to do to get these college scholarships. That's crazy, man. Yeah. How many how many out of the kids that uh, you guys had last? Because you were you were coaching 15 years last year 15 so okay. I don't even so with the with the way the recruiting calendar changed so you know to kind of speak to that before last year there were I believe six who no 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 how many live peers were there yeah before last year I, I believe there were six live peers and that's um, between the months of April and July where college coaches can come to these tournaments and literally sit down and watch, right. like, be there. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if you, you might have been to a tournament that says yeah. college coaches only. Like, that, that type okay. of thing. So, after the the scandal last year with Adidas and Nike and, you know, paying players and play, agents paying players and coaches paying agents and agents paying coaches and all this... Um, after all that scandal, what they did was they basically reduced the amount of live periods from six to three, I believe. It may even be two. Um, so that limited the amount of exposure that these AAU coaches were going to have with the college coaches. Because the idea right. was, let's take these periods out of, out of April, let's take these periods out of July, and let's put them in June. Now, y'all remember, you know, in the summertime, when you go to summer camp with your high school team, you know, and you play at UNC Charlotte or whatever, now that's where the college coaches can come to instead of coming to these AAU tournaments. So now they've placed the onus back on, you know, the high school coaches um, because I guess the NCAA felt that, you know, you have Uncle Ray Ray coaching, you know, the AAU team, the AAU team yeah. sponsored by Adidas who and his his nephew on it is the number one, you know, player in the country. He's playing on this team and it's sponsored by Adidas. And Adidas in two years knows, you know, his 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 nephew is gonna be that that dude coming number one draft pick. You yeah. know, we need him on the roster. Yeah, yeah, we need him on the roster. So what was happening was in the back of these gyms, money being handed. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom from wh- whoever. My thing was. What do you think is going to stop a high school coach who makes $40,000 a year from doing the same thing? Exactly. Because for me, I, I honestly, I wanted to do one or the other. I either wanted to do high school or I wanted to do AAU. I didn't you think it was both. in my cards yeah. to do both. Yeah. I, I never wanted to do it. It's, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Adrian, Adrian has basically seen me for the last year. It's a lot. It takes a toll on your body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
And if I had it my way, I would I would pick one or the other. But the reason why I felt like I had to get in, back in the high school ball was because of these rule changes. You know, because obviously my ultimate goal is to get to the college level. I had to have as much exposure to those college coaches as, as possible. So if you're taking away the live periods out of, out of the AAU and putting them in back in the high school, okay, now I need to go be a part of a high school staff so I can also have the exposure to these coaches. Right. So... You know, that's kind of, you know, why I'm doing both. And see, you're doing, and I I mean, obviously it's not a, as much freedom as a, a sneaker-sponsored AAU team, but yeah. you're uh, you know, in the private school system, which is a little bit more freedom, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, than what public school where kids got to be in this district yeah. and things like that. Is there something uh, also like a live period for high school ball? Yeah, so high school, so those that's so that's what's in in June now, and okay, it, and okay. so what they even do is they even separate it by private and public. So public schools go to certain events where college coaches are at, and then um, private schools go to certain events. So for instance, the private school event was at Myers Park. It was basically a whole weekend, and high school teams were playing against each other over the summer, and right. college coaches were coming in and watching, obviously, yeah. <clears throat> and. The um, public schools was at Queens University, um, and so um, they can have it every. They can, they can have it um, anywhere except for a Division One school mm. over bless the summer. You, bless you, man. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, like. Uh, just like he said, Adrian, watch. I mean, I see he, like he's always on the move. You know what I mean? This man is, I know he just got that kid. How many miles you got on that kid? It's like 25. <laughs> he just got that kid. <laughs> so, you know, I know how it goes. And, yeah. and, and man, you better than me, man, because I, I don't know if I, if I could live that lifestyle, but I do know that, like, I love the game, and that's why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Because it was like, okay, this is my way of getting, you Get know, getting, getting to the game and, and staying close to the game. And like that's why I'm happy Eric's on because Eric just taught me a whole lot what he was just telling yeah. me. I didn't know a lot of that and stuff. And yo, you know, you know what I'm saying? there are definitely times where I think, you know, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I don't know. You know, I this is it this what is it feels right. Coaching yeah. feels right, is is what I'm good at. And I don't think I would have, you know, as many connections as I as I do right now if yeah. if it wasn't right. But I do know I'm supposed to be doing something with the game of basketball. Right? You yeah, know what that's I'm saying? And, and yeah, at the end fact. of the day, you know, wherever is coaching, yeah. you know, Shaw Mary's Club, whatever, I'm I'm attached to it in some way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, just let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. Well, and I definitely think uh like you you for right now, I can see the way the kids respect you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I feel like, you know, once you take it to that next level, you know, that's just going to follow. Because, you, cause, you know, <laughs> when it comes to basketball, they know you know what, they're, what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the most important cool, thing with the kids. You know what I mean? Because like he said, Team Loaded, they're getting all these, you know, stars from their areas. And, you know, there's a lot of ego that comes with that. There's a lot of personalities and like he said, you know, with the parents too. See that? 
I, I see, I'm a I'm a new parent, so I already know how I'm gonna feel about yeah. my kid. Exactly. You know what I mean? Imagine if you see Joe sitting there on, on the, the bench. bench. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, what's and then <laughs> especially you know if it's a situation where it's like, okay, we live in Tennessee, mm-hmm. but this team's based in Charlotte, but they want us to come down, want mm-hmm. him to come down here, and then you go see him play. And you like, oh, what what you talking about? Yeah. We gonna get with the the local team yeah. that's not on the circuit. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we've been talking, we've been talking about a lot of ideas and stuff. And uh Adrian and Eric were talking to me about an app idea we could do where, you know, we could kind of I think circumvent that. Yeah. Cause you could put in there like this is a sneaker sponsored team. We're here. This is the tryout. This is a local team. You know what I mean? And, you know, the the parents will eventually get it. You know what I mean? If they like, because at the end of the day, they just want to see their kids play. And the crazy thing is, man, I got some deep, deep AAU connections, man. We could definitely probably power it through AAU. Like, I think AAU would give us, almost (laughs) like low-key give us the funding to do it. See, if we... Because AAU is like a non-profit organization, so... We propose it the right way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And... Make wow, it. A, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's big. Uh, Power we, through AAU. I think so. That's I think big. if we propose it the right way, put the plan together, and show them that, you know, what the purpose is. Because, like I said, I've been that kid who got a single mom, and we moved to a different state, and I don't know. Me too. What who hooping? That's, That's why I, me and Eric met. Because mm-hmm. I sent him a message on MySpace like, "Yo, you hooping in Vance, bro." My my mom literally called every AAU team in Charlotte, and Coach Addy was the only one who returned her phone call. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, Coach Addy, man! It was written, bro. Like everything, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? everything uh, happens for a reason. Yeah. Is it you was know what I mean? You know, what I mean? like it is. It all From just came back to you still being a part of the game that you love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying doing the podcast. Yeah, which is, in my opinion, going to change. How the game is talked about and looked at, especially in Charlotte. And, yeah, yeah, especially in Charlotte. But like, I think this thing is. I think everything. You know what I mean? It's it's right where it's supposed to be, and it was written, man. Like, I'm yeah. glad to be back. Like for real, exactly. It feels, and it see, feels good to be home yeah, around we, this type of love. You know we gonna saying? bring Emerson because listen, thing. Me and Emerson almost started a little doing a little something. It was actually Emerson's thing. But I was gonna help him with it. And I feel like we ran into a whole bunch of road bumps because we were young and really didn't know what we were Facts. doing. But with this thing, I've been Fast more- a couple years. Yeah, I'm saying I've been more like, okay, if I'm gonna try to do something, I need to make sure I go about it the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love the Shop Makers Club. It wasn't the first name I thought of, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna start thinking of the common names. And then you're <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to get creative with this. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I think, like you said, everything just kind of fell right in place. You know what I mean? Uh, Adrian be texting me, been texting me all day talking about, hey, bro, so and so want to do the interview. I ain't gonna say the people on it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell you the people that's on it. But just know that they, they nice. Hey, and shout out to my man Adrian, man. Yeah, because your boy is getting nice with that camera. Definitely getting nice with the camera. And so I know he's going to be at that game against Victory Christian. Anthony Davis will miss the rest of the game after suffering a sacral contusion versus Knicks. X-rays negative per Rich Paul. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it, Rich. 
Thanks for uh, thanks for letting us know early. It's yeah. safe to say AD won't be playing next game more than likely. I think we're gonna AD. Go ahead and take a seat. Shout out to Brian though. He's playing with a little illness tonight. They they he both like been playing. Million. They both been carrying, and that's the one thing that I that I feel like worries me about the Lakers. I, I like the guys, some of the glue guys like uh, a Dw- uh, Dwight Howard's been playing well. <laughs> I'm just obviously, that, yeah. Caruso, Caruso. You know, I mean, I like some of the guys. Obviously, Kuzma can have his games. Quinn Cook don't be getting no burn on my team. <laughs> nah, He's dope. I was like, what do you mean? They running it up. They running it up. Hey, Bradley, shout out, bro. Hold on, because we, you know, me and, me and E, we, we, you know, went to Central. Take it back. Central, Take went it to, back. You know, shout out Durham, North Carolina, man. Shout out to Quinn Cook, man. Yeah, man. I'm not, definitely not a Duke fan. I hate Duke with a passion, but Quinn Cook is definitely one of my favorite college basketball players. <laughs> shout I out to Quinn, Quinn, man. Yeah. Definitely shout out to Quinn, man. Yeah, shout him out. He don't get no burn on my team. I'm just letting you know that right now. Hey, Quinn, he his big. But he getting, a, he getting a check. Look, he hit us some big yeah, shots in the playoffs. He got, sure. he got Carolina it. shoes tonight. Wow. Okay, Quinn. Nice pass. Who is that? He look like that. He look like that dude off. Got, he look. He like that dude off the Goofy. Uh, uh, goofy movie, Goof Troop. Yeah, Goof Troop. Ah, uh, the bully. Coop, 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 the, the, the bully. bully. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bro, bro, Coos need to relax and get in the gym. God, oh, he doing a little too much with his hair. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Be Just go out there and I hoop. thought the other day I thought that was a bald white guy. <laughs> and I was like, bro, that's Kyle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what the- that's what I'm saying, cool. Hey, Dwight. Okay, Dwight. But what yeah. I was trying to say was the the their, their roster <laughs> is so said. No, you good. The roster is set up to where, like, if LeBron and AD not playing, they gonna lose. Oh, definitely. They, but I think when they on the court, they got a, they they glue together well. But they ain't got nobody else that could like be like, oh, we gonna go win this game. And I wish Kuzma was that guy. Shoot, I seen something today. They talking about the Kings offering something. Bondanovich. Bondanovich. I mean, is that worth it? You think? He has an inspiring contract. Bogdan. Yep, and that's, we can uh, go ahead and get get that out the books next year. We could try to find. But can he play though? Well, yeah. I mean, I know he could play. I'm sorry, but can he play play on on Kuzma level? You think? Because Kuzma, I think Kuzma be. Bull stuffing sometimes. Yeah, but he, I still think he still got promise though. But here's man. the thing: you thinking like he like a 19, 20 year no, old? No, he's not. Twenty four. I know, I know he, I know he's twenty four. <laughs> he is what he is, but bro. You, be, listen, you went to college this for is the four thing. years. See, this is the thing. You went to college for four years. This is years. the thing, Eric. This is the thing, and this is what it comes down to. You a LeBron fan? I've been here with this. I've been riding with the what the Lakers have been doing for the last so you're six, thinking, seven so years. So you're thinking long term. And so I'm Kuzma. thinking, well, you got I mean, AD. Yeah, I know I got AD, but what else I got going forward? You don't have to worry about that right now. When we get off the books, you'll you'll be fine. Go yeah. get somebody in just want you to like know. You came and got Eric us. says, just want you to know when Eric says we, he means him and LeBron. <laughs> 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 but see, they see that's the only thing. That's I. There's some question marks when you think about. Okay, you know, at the end of that contract, LeBron gonna be what 38. Giannis, go get him. Go okay, get him, that's LA. great. Go get him. Go get Giannis. You gotta go remember. This is go one get thing. Luca. Go get him. This is one thing that we gotta remember. You're the L.A. Lakers. This is one thing you gotta remember. We talking post Bron. Anthony Davis is not signed a, a contract extension. Yeah. 
not addressing that, dude. He's that's what he was supposed to do. <laughs> I know that's what he was supposed to do, but it's still as a fan, gotta have you like, damn, AD. Oh, who, I guess who not. You gotta- because I've been here before, multiple, multiple, multiple times. We're the king of the other of the one and ones. Well, yeah, LeBron definitely <laughs> so was the that, LeBron good. definitely was the one who put it on display that. Hey, it's stupid to sign a contract extension. But I guess for you, it's a different feeling because you're a, you're a true Lakers fan. So it's and Kobe more so been about, getting contract extensions. Yeah, it's more so about the team. Me, I'm just like, well, it's more where, about the team. Where are we going? Exactly. Where, where are we That's going? Where he at. I'm That's like, where he at. yeah, okay, oh, okay, exactly. right. For me, I'm like, one after one, LeBron leaves, better treat us right. I'm still here. Better treat us right. I've been here. Big facts. Bron is definitely my my favorite player in the league, and I'm I'm following him wherever yeah. he goes, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening. LeBron not going nowhere else. Once, it's over. Once when LeBron leaves the Lakers, it's over. Once he retires, I'm not watching the NBA no Got more. Got a Cleveland jersey. Wow. Got a Miami jersey. <laughs> wow. Jersey. You know what who mean? would be? Who would be if you had to pick? Who would be your next guy that In you the think? League? He got, Eric. He revealed to us that he's low key a Spurs fan, not low key, high key. Nah, I was about to say what I think. That might be your favorite team, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just be a Spurs thing. fan? Yeah. I'm always cheer for the Spurs. Honestly, like I was a little torn when they was, you know, beating that one. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. Because honestly, so I'm a big Dame fan. I'm a Dame. Yeah. I'm a Dame. I'm a big Dame fan. So, yeah. I mean, but they're not super far in age neither, you know. So I don't, I don't know. And you can't like go from LeBron to Dan. Why? Because I like guards though. We're talking go. Okay. We're talking so, go conversation. Okay, okay so talking. right now, who okay, but there's no who's who's on LeBron's level go. right now? As far as GOAT status, who do you see being oh, a GOAT okay. out of this? Actual group? GOAT? You can call I think, him a GOAT or like I don't know if there's anybody in the NBA right KD? now. KD? KD. Yeah. But KD would have to win like. But honestly, I He had to you, win at least one I mean, in Brooklyn. I'm just being honest. And I think it happened to me because I think it happened because I saw him hit the shot. Bruh, Kyrie, like, that's my dog, bro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kyrie is my dog. You can't go wrong Kyrie with Kyrie. wouldn't have one of them jumps. Yeah. You can't go go wrong with going with Kyrie. He's understood, but uh we know what he do on the court. But I mean, definitely, you know, as far as goat status, I think KD is next up. I, don't, I think, I think so too. I think hopefully the injury doesn't derail that. But yeah. I definitely think he was on that. He he was probably you know because I think KD got probably still like for I mean without the injury, he probably would have still had like another four years of just prime, four or five years of just prime, prime top one or two player in the NBA. Yeah, it was pretty much. The- I mean, it, I think it was yeah. consensus number one. I think all the other stuff now is, you know, it, it's like it kind of sucks for Katie because it kind of like the the media or whatever they kind of skipping him, mm-hmm. where it was always supposed to be he was next up. Then he gets hurt, and it's the, Kawhi wins, and we know what would have happened if Katie was out there healthy. Wouldn't have been close. It wouldn't have been close, and so now it's Kawhi's the best. Some people think Giannis is the best. Yeah, I will say though. Giannis is a fool, isn't it? He's cold, bro. I will say though, Kawhi went up against that Warriors team. Man, they was on was one up. leg. And he was up. He was up. And then Brad Oh Stuck man, see, out. I can't I can't with that though. 
Because I didn't see the Warriors lose their first game or first two games. So, you know, I've seen them down 3-1. Yeah. So it's like, it's a series at the end of the game. Bro, what? Yeah, Look at this. Yeah, Look at man. this. No, it was a stretcher behind him. <laughs> but he was walking, though. Yeah, he was. He was walking. It was he was limping pretty enough. Hey, Brian, Brian, he good. Yeah, dog. let's let's matter of fact, let's wrap this up and watch these highlights because I need to see a better look of what what just happened to Anthony Davis. Uh, We're gonna wrap this up. Sure. It's been an Knock hour. It down, Brian. You know what I mean? Hey, appreciate uh, y'all for having me. Man. Yeah, you already know my it's boy love. Emerson Haywood back in the city. So I had to have him back on, come yes, through sir. with us, see how we doing this, and uh, you know we happy to have him, Coach Eric Whaley. Got a game this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Come check us out if you uh make sure y'all check out that Victory Christian. Yeah, next that's week. That's the big game. Yeah, that's, the one. that's next week. Because Adrian taking pictures for yep. the kid who said he's gonna drop 40 on us. So, wow. Um, wow. Drop a clue, bro. Adrian on the other side taking videos. Drop a clue, bro. <laughs> yeah. He over there acting like he's sleep. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh other than that, let me shout out uh No Approval Podcast. Um, that's uh, Darius Neely doing that podcast, talking relationships, life advice. That's dope. So um, that's from the city, seven hundred four. So if you if you you from Charlotte, check that out. Uh, other than that, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Shout out, make this club. We out. All right, fellas. Peace. Peace.